नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चारबक पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा ओके द इलेक्शन पॉडकास्ट इज बैक फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आई वुड लाइक टू स्टार्ट विद एन अपॉलॉजी दैट वी डिड नॉट कवर द हिमाचल प्रदेश इलेक्शन वेल द रीजन बीइंग ऑनेस्टली द पॉडकास्ट शेड्यूल वाज पैक्ड एंड आदित एंड आई एंडेड अप डूइंग एक्स्ट्रा क्रिकेट पॉडकास्ट सो द इलेक्शन पॉडकास्ट सफर्ड बिकॉज़ वी डिड द क्रिकेट पॉडकास्ट but we had already decided come what may we are going to do the gujarat election so as always adit is with me adit welcome thank you kushal great to be here and for this we can actually blame it on pakistan because yes. had pakistan not lost to zimbabwe we probably would have not done that second <laughs> podcast so blame it on pakistan that's why we yeah. didn't do the podcast they blame it on pakistan and the nakli mr bean <laughs> हाँ नकली मिस्टर बीन हाँ बाय द वे अल्टीमेटली दी असली मिस्टर बीन वन सो यू नो आई हैव टू पुट इट आउट देयर इंग्लैंड वन सो यस बट बैक टू बैक टू सीरियस दिस इज दिस इज मोर सीरियस पॉलिटिकल डिस्कशन दिस टाइम यस सो आदित एज ऑलवेज लेट्स स्टार्ट विद दिस लाइक वी डू इन एवरी ये क्या बोलते हैं इलेक्शन पॉडकास्ट में वी फर्स्ट गिव द बैकड्रॉप ऑफ द एंटायर स्टेट सो like for example majestic currently gujarat has 33 districts theek hai That's originally right. 17 mm-hmm. district thi correct 1960 mein uske baad 64 66 97 2000 2007 2013 <laughs> aise aise splits hue mm-hmm. currently 33 districts hain gujarat ki correct magar abhi mm-hmm. now after stating the number of districts now i give it to you pehle pura ek narrative mm-hmm. set kar de kya state hai kya uski political reality hai yeah. and then we'll take it from there so gujarat a lot of people you know we have gujarat is one state where people do suffer a lot of recency bias right so people believe that the bjp has been in power in gujarat from 1998 95 actually and and we'll go into the political history of gujarat so they believe that gujarat you know was used to vote you know single party power for a long time and stuff like that but actually gujarat has been a very complicated state it's so it's it's you can divide it into multiple regions one is the uh, saurashtra region uh, which is you know your jamnagar your rajkot your kathiawad all those regions uh, which is which has the maximum coastline in gujarat the other is the kutch region which is the northwest region which borders with pakistan and then then there'll be the north cent- north and the north central region so north region is the region that uh, borders with rajasthan and then partly with madhya pradesh uh, in the northeast side and then your central region is your majority population where you know you have amdabad you have baroda anand nadiad all those cities so a lot of them and then you have south gujarat south gujarat is another you know populous region with surat and stuff but south gujarat also gets very complicated in its makeup because it has a lot of tribal districts Uh, you have the dangs you know saputara districts and so so you have cities but cities are uh, uh, surrounded with a lot of uh, you know uh, local tribal population uh, there's a lot of reserved scsc seats as well there so so gujarat is a very complicated state and at times there were almost four regions voting on four different issues right that that cliched line about uh, india that india doesn't have one lok sabha elections it has 543 member of parliament in uh, you know mp elections of course that's a little too far stretched but in gujarat i could definitely say that for a long time there were four separate elections going on with some issues binding the whole state but a lot of local stuff especially at the assembly election level 
so that that would be the four states of thing but in terms of adding on the seats there now there are about 182 vidhan sabha seats and mm-hmm. um, gujarat again is one of those states which has a significant urban population so almost i would say 40% of the seats have are very urban or have some sort of that uh, you know the term we use in india called urban little bit of rural component and little bit of urban component and stuff so the urban vote matters significantly in gujarat and if you if you cannot counter a challenge to the bjp in urban gujarat the election is over but that that's how it is yeah and and uh, not only that uh, hmm. for the record the bjp has a vice like grip on urban yeah, gujarat yeah. wise like grip and we'll we'll delve into that later on but mm-hmm. also on the religious demography of gujarat as per the mm-hmm. gujarat religious census of 2011 mm-hmm. uh i think uh, 2021 22 ka data abhi tak aaya nahi hai and yeah. gujarat mein sari districts mein majority hindu hai koi bhi district mm-hmm. muslim majority nahi hai गुजरात का रिलीजियस ब्रेकअप है 88.57 हिंदू 9.67 मुस्लिम 0.52 क्रिश्चियन सिखों में 0.10 बुद्धिस्ट 0.05 जैन 0.96 अदर रिलीजन 0.03 नॉट स्टेटेड 0.10 हाईएस्ट रेट और ये सब भी मेरे को देखने की कोशिश कर रहा था मगर वो अनफॉर्चुनेटली वो मेरे को डेटा इतना ग्रैन्युलर नहीं मिला but this hmm. is the religious population basically of gujarat so obviously after the hindus not a surprise that the largest religious group uh, in gujarat is the muslims yeah about 10 to 12% ki aspas uh, state mein hoga i think in 2021 i'm i'm not i'm not sure i haven't seen the numbers obviously but uh, so we we'll have to see ki kya hota but the, the muslim population is is more in certain districts right so you have the banaskatha district you have in amdabad uh, obviously there are some some seats in the older part of amdabad some parts of surat some parts of you know rajkot so you you, you that is where those seats are and you'll have ca- you know candidates so the last time you saw aimim actually getting like 7 percent of the vote in uh, in certain older parts of amdabad um you and and we'll talk about the uh, the that you know sort of um, details that in details but yes the majority is hindu population but there is a various caste complications and caste complex situations also within the hindu population in gujarat where you have uh, oh, i mean almost i think close to 40% obc maybe even more so usme bhi the which which caste subcaste ka, sub come in obcs and so forth and the major difference what defined gujarat was in the 1980s you have the mr madhav si solanki so this is this is a pet peeve of mine so i'll we'll we'll start i'll just walk a little bit Uh, uh like i'll just tell everyone what happened in the previous sure. 60 years and then we'll get into the specific people sure. right so you mm-hmm. had congress essentially uh, sweeping gujarat for a long time but you have after jivraj mehta you had uh, uh, i think the second chief minister was balwant ray mehta who was actually one of the first cms to be hit by a pakistani missile when he was Uh, touring and, the, and tragically that's how he passed away and uh, the th- third third person was jitendra desai who did not very famously get along with indira gandhi and it is said that the scene, the delhi congress leadership sort of undermined his rule and there were a lot of riots and stuff in 1969 of post 1969 gujarat riots where th- there were some pretty bad um, <clears throat> 
communal tensions there and the central and state even though they were the same political party were not looking eye to eye but from that you get to the era of chiman bhai patel and then the nav nirman agitation so the nav nirman agitation was started with a students movement which led to the emergency with jay prakash narayan you know led uh, gave his support and so because the congress party lost power in gujarat and i think it was tamil nadu but primarily uh, those two states where it was like a bit of a shock and since 1975 after 77 janta dal comes to power with congress o led by morarji desai if you remember you know he was the uh, he, they called themselves congress organization you know there was a split from indira gandhi and then then from the 1970s essentially gujarat became a swing state where there were a few years of bjp uh, uh, you know then congress ruled for about uh, in 84 and 89 and then bjp comes back to power in 91 so when the congress comes back to power in after post 1984 elections you know 1985 they get about 149 out of 182 seats madhavsi solanki coins an alliance called the kham alliance which is the kshatriya harijan adivasi and muslim so k h a m now here is the thing every journalist every uh, intellectual who loves to see the congress back in power in gujarat will write a piece about the kham alliance and how the congress can get there there is no evidence to suggest that post 1990 that alliance has ever worked it won't worked for them in one election and i've said it from the rooftops what that had done was that had polarized the other castes you know uh, uh, and especially the patels and the patels massively swung towards the bjp and then they have remained with the bjp since and then hence mr modi as a general secretary or in charge realized that potential and that's why in uh, famously after the 1995 elections his choice for the chief ministership was keshubhai patel and not mr shankar singh waghela in the bjp and that's what led to the split within the bjp after Shankar Singh Waghela aka Bapu is a legend <laughs> of Gujarat politics unhone kitni baar partiyan badli hai partiyan kholi hai zara uske bare mein zara logon ko matlab you can you can lose count right there there is koi pro, progressive secular congress janta so first time he started was he was a very good friend with mr narendra modi but then because he didn't get to be the cm in 1996 he splits the bjp and he calls his party the rjp which is the rashtriya janata party okay and uh, so i i don't know if people know but there was a there, you know ye mla ka resort politics hota hai na the first resort politics one of the first cases happened in gujarat so all uh, shankar si waghela mlas were taken to uh, madhya pradesh in, in <laughs> sorry ha it it, it shows uh, madhya pradesh as the best resorts karnataka begs to differ but <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> later so they took them to madhya pradesh where uh, shri shri digvijay singh you know i have to give his uh, accord the name he was the cm of madhya pradesh at that time and in khajurao the mlas were kept so uh, the the joke in gujarat was ke khajuria are the mlas in khajurao and hajuria which means that those supporting the government are the ones that are left back in gandhinagar so there are hajuria khajuria that was the whole uh, uh, joke in gujarat हाँ तो इंडियन पोलिटिकल ह्यूमर इज ब्रिलियंट लाइक दाइंड ऑफ थिंग्स वी कैन कम अप विथ इन रियल टाइम इज ब्रिलियंट बट एनी सो कमिंग बैक सो देन मिस्टर शंकर सिंह वाघेला बिकम्स द सी एम एंड कांग्रेस इज गिविंग एम आउटसाइड सपोर्ट एंड कांग्रेस डिटर्मिन्स इन वन ईयर दैट ही इज बीन नॉट वेरी गुड एज द सी एम सो शंकर सिंह वाघेला रिप्लेसिज हिम विद गाय कॉल दिलीप परिक 
I can guarantee you that non-Gujarati listeners of this podcast will have no idea who Mr. Dilip Parikh is. And I've actually written a piece, uh, uh, and which was published three, four days ago. Uh, do if if you get a chance, just put, post a link to it on the YouTube description so people can read about the Gujarat elections. And in that, I write that Dilip Parikh, weirdly enough, even though he's not remembered, is going to go down as the last non-BJP CM of Gujarat. And when was he the CM? When was, when did he give his resignations? March 1998. It's been 24 years and there has not been a single non-BJP CM in Gujarat. Yeah, this is the link, by the way, to Adit's latest article, which is uh, our BJP's first real challenge in Gujarat, which you're seeing on the screen. And if you're listening to the audio version, too bad. Um, yeah. So now, but, but I just want to, uh, like, in Gujarat, can you also explain to people the breakdown of the Patel community? Like, what are Lewa Patels? What are Kava Patels? Like, people don't understand those bits also. Can you do that also a little bit? Yeah, so, so that I mean, people understand the breakdown because the Patel vote matters a lot in Gujarat. Yeah, the Patel vote matters a lot, and actually, that's what I was. I was. I was. I was exactly looking up the statistic because I had those pulled over on my phone. You know, unfortunately, uh, we are all prisoners of our uh, uh, phones here. And one one interesting thing is basically, so there are two. There are different subcasts within Patels also, and many yes. people who have actually taken taken up the Patel. Uh, Patel, I think a, a, a schedule cast OBC and uh, general category. Tino me aate na Patel. Huh. So it depends on who has taken a lot of them. Uh, many tribes have adopted the last name Patels, right? Then you have uh, a, a couple of different religions also. I know a few Muslims who are Patels, a few Jains who have used the name Patels. So it, it sometimes also happens that you're, you have a Patel last name, um, you know, 30 years ago, 35 years ago, you may have adopted some other religion. So it is <clears throat> it is very, very interesting what has happened. So basically, Kadwa uh, Patidar, so they're Patidar, that's what it's called, right? So you have the Kadwa Patidar and the Lewa Patidar. The Lewa Patidars are essentially found mostly uh, they came from Saurashtra or that's where the region there is and Kadwa Patidar are you know probably North Gujarat and the and so forth and uh, there is there are numerous legends where the name comes from Kadwa Patidar there's a place called Kadi close to Ahmedabad where it comes from um, there is also the legend that they uh, you know the descendants of Kush uh, Lava Kusha so you know Lewa Kadwa Patidar that that's uh, that's how the terms comes from but bottom line is that they are two different subcasts, you know, whatever be the origin theory, there are two different subcasts and significant power centers within the subcast that exist. Now, in 2012, when the Gujarat Parivartan Party situation happened, when Keshubai Patel, Keshubai Patel is a Lewa Patel, you know, then, you know, uh, the whole thing happened. They were expecting that, you know, they'll get some Kadwa Patel uh, votes, uh, so I'm sorry, Lewa Patel votes. And I was saying that the, except for the five leaders of GPP, and their five journalist friends in Delhi and Gujarat, no one really believed that GPP ever stood a chance. So GPP won, I think, two seats. Uh, one was uh, Keshuvai Patel himself in, in a, from a constituency which is 45% Lewa Patel. And uh, one, there was some very rich industrialist guy. I forget who won. So but basically, there was just two seats. So I even though there are subcategories within Lewa and Kadava Patel and the the, mm -hmm. the pass or the Patel Andolan, you know, Samiti focused on, you know, one caste and so forth. 
in 2017 what was going to happen was the other caste was always going to go back to the bjp and stuff and somehow bjp has managed to give equal representation to both the castes both subcastes so they have virtually about 60 70% of them have stayed with the bjp um, i think bhupendra patel if i'm not mistaken is a kadwa patel right now the cm of gujarat but what bjp is looking to do this time is to look a little bit beyond the patel vote because within within them within the organization also because there have been a lot of rotation of mlas there have been some rebel candidates they are standing mm-hmm. and the emergence of amadmi party which we'll talk about a little bit in pockets is has realized bjp to recalibrate their strategy because they obviously don't want to focus just on the patel votes and have the other castes almost polarize against uh, the bjp and go to the amadmi party or the congress in specific seats fair enough now let us come to the present but before we jump hmm. into the present let us have a discussion fu- functioning like this a hmm. pre aap gujarat and a post aap gujarat because aap is a breaking point right uh, so yeah so let me split. let me first start actually the 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 real the first breaking point would be the emergence of narendra modi because that was the first time since 1960s a cm was reelected so yes. uh, let's let's go from 1998 so keshubhai patel yes. comes to power with a stunning majority and bjp has not only done that bjp gets 19 seats in the 98 lok sabha uh, people forget tab to lok sabha elections bhi do teen saal do teen saal mein hote the <laughs> and mm. only after atal ji in 99 it stopped and and 99 uh, bjp again gets 19 seats in lok sabha so you know things are very good now the 2001 earthquake happens you know and um, there is large scale devastation across gujarat I unfortunately was in Ahmedabad so I have first hand memories of how bad it got and running out of my house when you know the whole house was shaking and so forth uh, and Kutch especially was devastated so then yeah, you know and Bhuj yes Bhuj uh, Bhuj and Ahmedabad two were the most anjar the most affected places um so keshubhai patel's there were a lot of questions raised about the administration and the way they were coping with the earthquake and post earthquake relief efforts and also there were some questions that have come about keshubhai now you have to realize that by that time gujarat bjp was not the dominant force in gujarat that it is today right bjp had only won one election again like in 95 1990 they had still done an alliance with janata dal and chiman bhai patel became the cm then chiman bhai patel again split and went to the congress and stayed like after the uh, demolition of the babri masjid so it is uh, it is a it's a bjp faced a very tricky road so in 2001 uh, i think july or august there is a sabarmati by election sabarmati is a seat in ahmedabad uh, uh, it's an uh, outskirts i would say almost a suburb of ahmedabad so forth but it's 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 a seat in ahmedabad and sabarmati they lost the bypolls narhari amin of the congress won in a shock result and the bjp realized that its urban citadel of ahmedabad was in danger if course correction was not done and you can take it from me in writing amdavad and surat if you count the districts have close to about and if you count gandhinagar also they have about 40 42 seats if bjp does not sweep those get like 30 out of 42 or something they will not win gujarat 30 32 hmm. se kam aaye to that is the key that is the citadel so the minute bjp knows that their 
Ahmedabad Surat Ghani, that Citadel is in danger, they will do course correction. And Mr. Narendra Modi, who at that time is languishing as a general secretary in Delhi, because you know at that he had gone from Gujarat to Delhi, is is brought as the CM in 2001, and then you know the rest is history. Everyone knows what happened, and then Mr. Modi became the CM for 13 years till he became the Prime Minister. So that is what brought a little bit of stability to Gujarat politics. Now Mr. Modi goes, and that's where I'm talking. We get into the pre-up, post-up phase. Because then, Mr. Modi, ke, after Mr. Modi, there is a bit of a musical chairs in Gujarat. So, if you remember, Amit Shah was not the Home Minister of India from 2014 to 2019. He was mm-hmm. a party president and very much involved in the politics of Gujarat as well. So, Anandiben Patel gets the Chief Ministership of Gujarat as being the most senior in line. You know, she's she's the lone survivor. She's been in Gujarat politics pre Keshubhai Patel and, you know, there in every single cabinet till she became a CM and then a governor of Uttar Pradesh right now. Gotta appreciate her hustle, man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So she's been, uh, I mean, and she was the education minister for the longest time, I I, uh, I remember. So, uh, but anyways, coming back to, uh, so then Mr. Anandiben Patel comes in, but then there is again factionalism within Gujarat BJP. And then Mr. Rupani emerges as a consensus candidate in 2016, leads the party to a victory in 2017 in a very difficult election. Like, I cannot tell you how difficult election it was for the BJP in 2017. The difference between the BJP and Congress was only 17 seats. And Gujarat is one state where you have to always look at vote share with a pinch of salt. Because the difference in vote share was almost seven and a half, eight percent But the reason why the difference in vote share is this high is because if you see the seats in Ahmedabad and Surat, there are some seats where BJP won, wins with 50% vote margin. So BJP is at 75 and Congress is at 25. So because of that, those seats, BJP's vote share is always going to be higher. And, and But they lost, they won that election by the skin of the teeth. A few seats here and there, like 10 seats here and there and they could have, so Mr. Rupani navigates a tricky election, is there and in a surprise move in 2019, he is replaced with Mr. Bupendra Patel. Now, yes. not, not in 2019, I'm saying, uh, sorry, post uh, 2000, I think 2021 it was. Uh, 21, 21. 21, 21, 21. I don't know why I said 2019, 21. He stayed for five years. Right? So then then comes the pre-up, post-up phase. So in the urban elections of Gujarat, Aam Admi Party starts making a headway. So they were nowhere in 2017. But in the last round of urban elections in Gujarat, you know, post the 2020 COVID wave and all that, Aam Admi Party starts being uh, some sort of uh, an interest. Especially in the Surat and Gandhinagar district. Surat, where they have um, the South Gujarat, if you see there, that's where they were trying to make some inroads. And they got 27% of the vote share because of the Patel, the past Samiti, the uh, Hardik Patel's old buddies, right? So Hardik Patel went to the BJP and some of his old buddies stayed back. So they were trying to uh, swing some of the votes in Surat. And then is the Gandhinagar area, which is the north of Ahmedabad, where the capital is. There are a few, uh, I think Ahmadbe party got about 21% vote share in Gandhinagar in the uh, in the uh, in the local polls. Apart from that, they got about 7-8% in Ahmedabad, but that's not significant because more likely than not, that came out of the Congress's votes. Mm-hmm. So that is that is what Amadmi Party came. Now, what was what is interesting in Gujarat is initially the Amadmi Party's emergence was helping the BJP because AAP was largely seen as an urban phenomenon. And in urban Gujarat, BJP's margins are ridiculously high as I said 
and even in the closer seats aam aadmi party was taking 5 to 7% out of congress so if that happens bjp actually romps home com- completely with 130 140 seats yeah. what changed in the last 6 months and i saw that in my travels in gujarat in august is aam aadmi party started getting a few inroads in some rural seats again i'm i'm saying this with a caveat few pockets right so there have been polls and stuff so we are now we are talking about 10 11 seats especially in the in the saurashtra region which if you look at the surendranagar morbi area and south of that so you know your uh, your seven eight districts there and in the the bharuch surat and tapi region which is the south gujarat navsari right so that that suddenly starts becoming a problem so no one really matters if aam aadmi party comes in ahmedabad and baroda and tries to create a splash in two three seats they are going to definitely mm. help harm the congress there and help the bjp in in urban cities but in rural areas uh, in a few pockets aam aadmi party is now giving tickets to ex bjp folks so ex congress mm-hmm. folks so ek do bar kya hua tha ki in 2012 the bjp won lost a seat narrowly and in 2017 they gave it to the same congress guy on bjp ticket who won it narrowly by 300 votes this time b amadmi party has given his runner up who won it narrowly a seat on them so they have actually gotten about 15 or 20 candidates who have their own 15 to 20% vote share in their districts and that mm-hmm. is why this time the i wouldn't say it's a trifecta election throughout gujarat but there are about 10 or 15 seats which are certainly uh, three cornered in gujarat right mm-hmm. now yeah but uh... Overall, let's say hmm. Amadmi Party. So this is my next question. Hmm. I- I'm keeping the map up of the district so that you know people have a hmm. idea of what we are talking about, so they get a proper view. Correct. Now, okay, Amadmi Party might make a dent in some seats, but don't you think Amadmi Party might make uh, end up making a dent, which helps the BJP in far more seats, vis-a-vis hmm. not helping the BJP. um i would agree with that i think uh, right now it seems like that aam aadmi party is like probably helping bjp more uh, um, than that but i think the fear that the bjp has is that aam aadmi party if it's an unknown quantity right to agar unko 5 ya 10 seat bhi aa gayi it's more than what they expected and it is a sort of a rising force right so Congress is a completely spent force in Gujarat. No one's even talking about it because they don't have a dynamic leader and so forth. And neither do the AAP. I mean, Isudan Gadvi is an ex-TV anchor and so forth, right? But the the difference is here that now they will have some sort of a foothold in the Gujarat Assembly with five or ten MLAs, and that's what they won't don't want to that it's a viable option and so forth. And of course, there are a few ideological problems with the Amadmi Party and stuff. That my personal sort of uh, belief on Amadmi Party is secondary. I'm just talking purely as an analyst. This is why the BJP would not want the Amadmi Party in Gujarat. Now, the, the Amadmi Party in I would say. 30 or 40% of the seats will help the bjp and which is why i think bjp is probably close to um, forming the government with a similar number like 100 to 105 sort of number if elections were to be held today but there is a huge caveat here if aam aadmi party gets to that 15% mark right if they cross the 12 13 14% the mark then they start getting a few votes from the bjp that is the crucial so you had yashan deshmukh survey and stuff what they were showing is they were showing aam aadmi party at 17% a few surveys were and they were showing bjp having a dip of 2% now 
if it's just a dip of 2%, they're going to get a two-third majority because BJP is already at an insane number, like 48-49% of vote share. So if they get to 46-47, they're going to get a two-thirds majority. But if BJP starts getting to 44-45, and that in those, those few pocket areas in Saurashtra and South Gujarat, then there is a trifecta, then BJP ends up closer to 95, closer to what they got last time, 95 to 99. And that is what they're hoping to avoid, right? Because if you have a wafer thin majority in the assembly, who knows what might happen? You know, if you want like uh, some laws passed, some stuff done, uh, there's a lot of MLAs, there's a lot of Jodo Todo and all that stuff that BJP probably wants to avoid. So that is the fear. I was wondering was that, like in, in Gujarat, it's quite clear, the hmm. urban rural divide is like, glaring on your face in hmm. fact chal, main, it's good a viewer has asked this question though i will incorporate it kar deta hu. okay so kach saurashtra or thoda south gujarat congress ke citadel hai barabar theek hai aur tere uh, urban pockets bjp ke citadel hai correct ab uh, aapka agar samajh le aapka hmm. agar yehi trend raha तो तुझे लगता है 2027 मैं अभी की बात नहीं करना 27 या 32 तक आप आ जाएगी गुजरात में आई वुंट से आ जाएगी बिकॉज़ आई रियली डोंट नो हु द द लीडरशिप फ्रॉम बीजेपी विल इमर्ज बट द आई सर्टेनली सी आम आदमी पार्टी इफ इफ दिस ट्रेंड रिमेंस बिकमिंग द प्रिंसिपल ऑपोजिशन पार्टी इन गुजरात बिकॉज़ द प्रॉब्लम इज कांग्रेस कुछ कर ही नहीं रही है इमेजिन योर I have a lot. I I don't think Rahul Gandhi deserves to be the Congress's face as for the Prime Minister, but the Congress doesn't let him go, and he's doing something called Bharat Jodo Yatra. And in middle of an election in Gujarat, that Bharat Jodo Yatra does not go through Gujarat. I mean, it literally. If you see the map of Bharat Jodo Yatra, it goes from Kerala to Kashmir, and it literally snakes around Gujarat, snakes around Himachal, the two states going to polls while going to Kashmir. So the reason why Amadmi Party. is could gain in gujarat is not at the expense of bjp but at the extra expense of congress but then gujarat also has a 5% swing vote right so if they are gaining at the expense of congress that vote is going to swing towards whoever the opposition to the bjp is if they are angry with the bjp right now for the last few years most of that has gone to the bjp because you know hawa ati election day ke pehle and in the inherent dna of gujaratis is a business friendly government you know uh, there are certain ideological um, positions that a lot of gujaratis will take and they will want parts of their government to take to take those positions and rahul gandhi does not reflect those values right so even in 2017 when there was saurashtra was a virtual 50 50 split within the bjp and the congress the urban mm. gujarat was almost like a 70 30 or a you know split and that's what sealed the election right so i mean if you, if you th- that's what the bjp is hoping for that if saurashtra is 50 50 split as uh, 50 50 split again they can use their cadres you know who you know with the dna that the urban gujarati's dna has been that we've been with the bjp for the last three decades since the 90s and we will continue to do so and that's what they are hoping to play towards okay now the thing with the urban gujarati and the gujarat let us talk about the cultural aspect of gujarat again hmm. the famous episode of manishankar ayer going to com- campaign from congress 
in Gujarat and the Gujarat Congress tells the erstwhile Congress president, I forgot who that was, one of the Gandhis that please tell Mr. Ayer not to be himself. This is Gujarat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so, so Gujarat is a state. Sometimes where... Manishankar uh, forgets he's not even campaigning in India. He's not campaigning in China or Russia or some Soviet socialist uh, republic. Manishankar Ayer is always campaigning in Pakistan. So that, that's 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 just the nature of the the person. No personal uh, insult intended. I just believe he, he's the best campaigner for Pakistan. Now, the point is that Gujarat, as a polity at a cultural hmm. social level. Hmm. Hmm is uh, Hindutva and Hindutva light. Yeah. That's what it is. Let's just be very open about it. Even the yeah. Congress, you know, like dances with Hindutva over there. And yeah. Congress has some serious strongholds in Gujarat. You are like, uh, Gujarat no, 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 in this election, it's not what they say. It's what issues the parties remain silent on that will decide the future of Gujarat or the future of this country. In that, Because that silence, you know, wrong statements can cost you elections. Mrs. Sonia Gandhi knows that. 15 years ago, she comes to Gujarat and an election which is very precarious. BJP is inching ahead. It's Modi's, Mr. Modi's first, you know, re-election bid. And she uses the campaign slogan that I think Mr. Javed Akhtar wrote for her. I'm not sure. That's what I had read somewhere. Called Motka Sodagar. And Narendra Modi takes that slogan and he absolutely takes to town. So... I was listening to, you know, when, when I write pieces or when I'm preparing for a podcast, I'm always listening to old speeches and stuff and ki kaha se evolution hua hai. And in 2007, I, and I remember seeing this also live, it was an election at Bapunagar in Gujarat, a rally, and you know, everyone should watch that video where Narendra Modi is talking about what Motno Saudagar means, ki how dare they say this, and and they talk about, the way he talks about Manmohan Singh and stuff like that. So, one slogan, one wrong statement can Kejriwal has realized that. So he is doing two things. He's refraining the attack from Mr. Modi in person. So if you see, this is a very unique election where the top candidates are not attacking each other. Also, the first time in a long time, the three faces of the party in the state are not really the faces on the on the posters, right? So Bhupendra Patel, Isudan Gadvi, or I, I don't even know how many people know that Jagdish Thakur, I think, is the Gujarat Congress PCC chief. Most people don't even know about him. Those those three people are sort of the faces of uh, these three parties. And they are not being discussed about as much as their national leadership is, which Mr. Narendra Modi, um, uh, Arvind Kejriwal, and uh, uh, Rahul Gandhi, or whoever the Congress decides is the national leader that day, uh, is being discussed. So that, that way, it's a unique election. Um, but to coming back to your question on Aap being Girgit on that, Arvind Kejriwal is absolutely playing that game. He's been silent on a lot of cultural issues. He's been silent on a lot of uh, uh, questions that his ideological compadres in Delhi have been very angry about. That why has he not said anything? And 
he's kept his positions to himself knowing very well that what if my clip is you know taken and used somewhere so people need to understand now the game is not media the game is not kya 4 minute ya 10 minute ke interview mein kya bolne wale ho in that 10 minute interview if you say a stupid thing for 30 seconds that gets clipped and shared on whatsapp throughout the country within seconds and that is what arvind kejriwal is hoping to avoid in gujarat yeah but the thing about arvind kejriwal and the aam aadmi party is that how long can they sustain this uh, chameleon model of politics because eventually what they do in punjab has retrospective effects on other parts of india absolutely uh, like it or not uh, Uh, a state like gujarat is very high on the nationalism patriotism yeah. index they are yeah. very much and people forget even uh, gujarat has a border with pakistan logo <laughs> realize no no two of the largest states punjab and gujarat are two of the largest borders with pakistan and yeah. the most volatile yes people don't realize that and uh, aaps uh, aap and it's playing footsie with khalistanis in punjab eventually you know eventually will have its cascading effects i'm not saying in this election but it will have its ca- cascading uh, yeah, effects yeah. over a period of time in different mm-hmm. parts of india and e- either aap has to fix itself and get away mm-hmm. from the khalistanis or mm-hmm. aap i think in the long run is going to pay very dearly where bjp won't mind an aap getting 9 to 10% votes and becoming a legendary vote katwa and bjp is like are ha uncle aaja tu to har time mereko easy victory dila raha hai so in that sense but but having said that mm-hmm. what the hell is wrong with congress why doesn't congress reinvent itself in gujarat what is the congress leadership trying to do i mean rahul gandhi went to gujarat and uh, uh, in the bharat jado jhodo yatra also and he was as always making absurd statements no he didn't what he is... didn't go as the bharat jodo yatra he went as a detour from the bharat jodo yatra i mean people will look at it as a bharat jodo yatra na yaar no, but that's what i'm saying if you are you so dumb i mean aapko pata hai ki gujarat mein election hone wale are you that dumb that your bharat jodo yatra cannot make one stop in gujarat like scheduled stop in your map i mean what insanity is this exactly na and the point is that does congress have a death wish aur ka matlab yaar rahul gandhi ne decide kar liya ki kuch bhi ho jaye main to congress ko maar ke hi rahunga aur modi ji hain jo marne nahi dete congress ko so congress doesn't have a death wish congress is a rahul gandhi which he, which can be used for any metaphor whatever you want in any context so but but i'll wrap up the arvind kejriwal bit in a second before coming to congress arvind sure. kejriwal and i've i've I may have said this before arvind kejriwal is hoping to be the mayavati of the urban india okay now i'm i'm saying this very carefully um, urban india partially even the upper caste voter and so forth because there was a phenomenon where mayavati wherever there was some chunk of dalit vote mayavati would always get like 9 10% 9 10% in state in those sta- states and then form the government in up what mr kejriwal wants is somewhat that foothold that i am that urban party ke do teen you know urban pockets mein mujhe thoda votes mile and then that be, i become a national party with a 25 30 mps i don't think mm. he has this grand vision of coming to power in every state that's what it mm. seems like right secure delhi and punjab and try to do some sort of puchkas in you know rajasthan gujarat and some seats in some pockets and so forth now the problem with that strategy is you can't like go through all states and you cannot speak you cannot change your dal badlu 
if kejriwal is a national leader he can't be a dalbadlu on issues so if tomorrow aam aadmi party is going to campaign in tamil nadu or karnataka right on the kaveri mm. issue what are they going to say I, i'm just curious right will they say one thing in karnataka and one look thing in tamil nadu look at what they do in the punjab stubble burning yaar wo bhagwant man ko baju mein khada rakhe matlab wo kya tweedledy and tweedledum lagte hain yaar wo press conferences karte yeah exactly but but see punjab the stubble burning unfortunately as it seems it's only an issue for one month people have already moved beyond stubble burning matlab 3 hafte pehle people were talking as if it's a be all end all issue ho gaya khatam so everybody is like chalo ha delhi ki air quality aa gayi 300 ke under now let's talk about something else which is kind of pathetic like you should hold aam aadmi party accountable if you if they um, have the government in both the states but then so that is what aam aadmi party is trying to do that they are trying to get the urban votes but that's not going to work and the reason is because we come back to the congress the congress is in terminal decline it is it it is the only party pan nationally which had about 20 25% vote but that yes. 25 20 25% is a misnomer because aapko agar 40 seat mein 20% vote aata hai to your net vote share in those 40 seats is still 20% but you that tantamounts to nothing in the first past the post system so the congress is declining in maharashtra i don't know what the hell they were thinking with you know doing the uddhav thakre ncp alliance but it seems like the congress has lost the most in that because shiv sena is always going to have bombay as their gad and if shiv sena and ncp tie up where does that leave the bombay congress nowhere are boss congress ka maharashtra ka jo leader hai nana patole he was never in favor of this because wo to apni dekh rahe the na nana patole is a strong and leader nana, in maharashtra and nana, yeah, yeah and nana patole has been with every party i think wo bjp mein bhi ek baar ja chuke in grand maharashtra tradition wo sabko khush karke aaye he is a strong leader in maharashtra nana of patole course. koi kamzor leader no, no. nahi so, hai maharashtra ke kaafi bade leader hai maharashtra is all these satraps right you have you know nana patole you have um, uh, Sharad Pawar, you have Praful Patel. I mean, Praful Patel. I wouldn't count him as a satrap, but you have people with in holds within districts, right? You have the the Datta Mege family in you know the Vardhan Akpuri. So, ऐसे 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 काफी है. So, within Congress, there were these old families that they have split. So, a lot of them have defected to the BJP. A lot of them have gone to the Sena or NCP. Some remain. Hmm. So, it's it, that is the situation. nationwide with congress in andhra pradesh or telangana telangana where they they would have been the you know they claimed came to power saying oh they gave telangana but unki strategy itni khatarnak rahi ki they have been wiped out of both states in andhra pradesh and telangana so congress was in power in andhra i mean people forget congress got 29 seats in ap in 2004 and 33 in 2009 and now they are not even in contention in 3 in uh, in telangana <laughs> or or andhra pradesh it's been that bad it is disgusting nothing yeah. short of disgusting what what the congress has reduced itself to yeah. as a political party usko kya bole mere paas shabd nahi hote ki congress and, and and people forget right ashok gehlot who was in charge of the gujarat polls in 2017 i don't know if he's still in charge or not um I, I, he was going to be the PCC president, and then he started doing these kite flying. Oh, I am to chal ta hoon, but my chahne wale nahi chati main PCC president manu. I mean, ye kya bakwas hai? I mean, you know, uh, and uh, that, that's like a manager saying, my boss wants to be the vice president, but the employees below me saying, nah, I should still be a union leader manager, so I will not be the vice president. So we will take the guy who's next to the boss and make him the vice president, which is you know, uh, Malikarjun Kharge. So that is that is the reality of the Congress. Hachin Pilot. 
even when the people of india are give, the only state where they seem to have gotten the strategy right is chatisgarh and mm. chatisgarh is where uh, um, where they are doing and uh, by the way the, the, the one state which again is in contest is himachal pradesh before we end the podcast we'll talk 5 10 minutes about himachal pradesh but congress does have a chance there because of a lot of bjp rebel candidates in himachal but anyway so my point is congress is reduced to a party of the small states it cannot win a big state you know they they won they tried to win kerala by rotation you know ki ldf udf mein swing hoga wahan bhi they flop bengal ka to koi सवाल ही नहीं है सो इट इज एसेंशियली अ फोर्स दैट इज डिक्लाइनिंग इट्स इन टर्मिनल डिक्लाइन बट द प्रॉब्लम इज दे स्टिल रिफ्यूज टू लर्न सो इवन इफ यू सी इन दिस भारत जोड़ो यात्रा राहुल गांधी मार्चेस विद योगेंद्र यादव प्रशांत भूषण एंड द वन पर्सन द वन सोशल एक्टिविस्ट यू शुड नेवर बी सीन नेक्स्ट टू व्हेन यू आर हैविंग एन इलेक्शन इन गुजरात मेधा पाटकर आई हैव नो आई मीन even arvind kejriwal who was the associate of medha patkar refuses to be seen next to medha patkar before gujarat elections mm. okay. so mean, she, she was an aap candidate in 2014 and arvind kejriwal yeah. doesn't even have her close to the aap campaign but rahul Kej, yeah. uh, rahul gandhi walks with it walks with yeah. her so before we actually jump into himachal uh, and uh, mm. we give our final uh, Uh, predictions i just want to read something from uh, nalin mehta's article hmm. to over here so nalin says ultimately this election will hinge on how much of the congress vote bank shifts to the aap the bjp backed 49.1% of the vote in gujarat in 2017 theoretically the aap would need a major majority of the congress vote which was 41.4% as well as a significant chunk of the bjp vote to shift to its side if it wants to win hmm. if the aap doesn't cross a majority threshold of the congress vote transfer however it will basically end up splitting the anti bjp opposition vote this may give the party a high vote percentage like the c voter poll shows but only a handful of seats such a scenario would yield your modi's party a handsome victory and also set up the aap as a major challenger to the next time round for the congress this is the first major election on the back of rahul gandhi's bharat yodo yatra in 2017 coinciding with his takeover of the congress presidency rahul gandhi led the gujarat campaign from the front he campaigned almost as much as modi traveling a cumulative 24099 kilometers to modi's 32201 kilometers and gave the bjp a close run this time he stayed away from the bulk of the campaign appearing only once towards the end many of the leading lights of that campaign are now with bjp compared to 2017 the congress campaign has been low key silent and run by committed ground karyakartas rahul gandhi has been getting crowds in south india but if that doesn't translate into votes it will raise larger strategic questions on his choice of largely staying away from this poll fight in a key ideological background state for the bjp gujarat is a prestige battle and yet another test case for the enduring durability of brand modi barring west bengal with the left 1977 to 2011 no major indian state has had a con- such continuous rule by any non congress party narendra modi was a crucial architect of this ascent not only did he serve over twice longer than any other gujarat cm before him he also delivered the 2017 triumph 
after moving to Delhi as the Prime Minister. A year after the BJP brought in Bhupendra Patel as CM and changed the entire state cabinet, the party's campaign continues to rest on the Modi persona and his Gujarat connect. What do you make of it? Oh, I, I more more or less agree with the piece. Uh, I think it's Nalin's gotten spot on. Um, but where I beg to differ on one thing is that, um, um, and, and there is only a slight difference in what the 2017 campaign was. Even though Rahul Gandhi did campaign well, he left the PCC in charge of a couple of very capable folks and stuff. You know, Parish Dhanani was calling the shots as the PCC chief. He's the guy from Amreli and stuff. And he ensured his district and surroundings were sweeps for Congress. Right. So. Even though Rahul is going, he's going out with a backing district candidate. The problem with Gujarat Congress is there are four or five dynasties. You have Siddharth Patel, um, Bharat C. Solanki, you know, Siddharth Patel, son of Chiman Bhai Patel, Bharat C. Solanki, son of Madhav C. Solanki, then you know, Arjun Madhwadiya for a long time, um, Tushar Chaudhary, the son of Amarshi Chaudhary. So there are these few dynasties, and the the PCC chief just rotated between them. And even though they did bad in one elections, you know, five years, two years, three years later, they would come back and they refused to change. And ultimately, the Congress was so invested in keeping Mr. Modi out of India, Delhi. Right. So they would they would start demonizing this. They would start making idiotic statements uh, via their news anchors. Hey, Gujarati ka, Gujarati's ka DNA and it's a state like this and doing these things. So then Mr. Modi was able to turn those elections into a prestige battle. And it worked, you of course, coupled with good governance and everything, right? But election is not just about performance. Election is also a little bit of that last minute swing. That's That was the difference between BJP getting 99 and 116 or 117. And I remember this wonderful statement in 2012 when uh, BJP went from 117 to 115 and Congress went, went from 63 to 65. And Mr. Chidambaram, who was the home minister, said that Congress won two seats more than last time. So Vinod Mehta in the Times Now studio, at that time Arnab was in Times Now, Vinod Mehta is leaning towards the Congress and Congress, uh, he's, he says sarcastically, he's like, by that logic, they will form the government in 3012. <laughs> or like 2092 or something like that. Like they, they will get two seats every time. <laughs> I mean, this is how stupid it is. <laughs> Yeah, Achha, another piece I would recommend people to go and read is by Sheila Bhatt, uh, written in the hmm. print. She has written. I was actually Modi just going Gujarat. to talk about that print, that piece today. Yeah, so okay, to baat kar le. Bol, 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 bol uske mein. So I, think I think this was think a very interesting piece. This is, this is, uh, and I, I'm going to say Sheila Bain because, you know, she's a fellow Gujarati as well, like just like me. So this is Sheila Bain's in, 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 in internal Gujarati coming out because it's not a, Sheila Bhatt is a political reporter, right? It's not a out and out political piece. She's also talking about the dharmic traditions of Gujarat. The And she talks about what I was saying the four complicated regions of uh, Gujarat, Saurashtra, Surat, you know, South Gujarat region and how they talk to each other. Um, but one interesting thing she talks about is the Gujarati DNF capitalism and market-friendly policies, right? So if you go to Surat and a lot, you talk to a lot of um, uh, folks in, um, in the diamond industry or the textile industry, which has gone through a little bit of recession, they'll say they'll still vote for BJP because they have seen what Kejriwal or Congress's record is towards all this and how that, you know, they're not fans of uh, the socialist sort of 
economic model that they um, this is not to say that bjp is firmly market capitalist i think bjp in gujarat does this centrist sort of policy with a little bit of states no but socialism. they are they are pro business we cannot say they are not pro no no they are not and no, 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 i'm saying okay let me rephrase they are not as pro business as i would want them to be i would want them yeah, to be more to, free market wo to main yaar jitna maine gujarat ke sath business kiya hai mere do do main textile wala tha abhi to nahi bol sakta hu मैंने दो डेकेड मेरे साल के मतलब मेरा प्राइमरी बेस ही गुजरात था ना मेरा सारा बिजनेस तो गुजरात के थ्रू ही कनेक्टेड सो आई कैन से या या एंड एंड पीपल फ्रॉम बॉम्बे नो नो दिस ऑल द वे दैट यू नो द वापी एंड द रीजन द सूरत वापी बेल्ट इज मैक्सिमम बिजनेस हैपेंस देयर इट्स अबाउट 3 4 आवर्स अवे फ्रॉम मुंबई एंड यू नो अ लॉट ऑफ बिजनेस हैपेंस बिटवीन गुजरात एंड महाराष्ट्र देयर एंड यू आई मीन मिस्टर मोदी व्हेन ही मॉडिफाइड द होल ऑक्ट्रॉय लॉज and simplified the border that reduced a lot of corruption and that is why that corruption reduction is why amdabad surat and the trading communities the business communities will vote for bjp because they don't want that congress license raj back you know in those those corrupt sort of officers and stuff because we've seen right first hand but this time it's an interesting election kushal because it's going to be the first generation in gujarat that has actually never seen a congress rule first or second generation right so if you do the math 2022 minus uh, 18 is 2004 and people who are born so say even people who are below 25 or 26 they've actually never grown up in a congress reign of power or a mm. non bjp reign of power so wo anti incumbency to rehti hai because the heart wants a little bit of change right for any person right they want to see a little bit of change so who that youth vote who will it vote for right will it vote the same way mm-hmm. their their parents would or who like i my my grandfather would say that um there were some congress local candidates who were not you know bad people and they would come for elections and stuff but they also would talk about these tariffs on business and stuff which was a big no no so in our constituency of elizabridge in 1970s Congress would get twenty five thousand votes, or nineteen eighties. Right now, Congress gets thirty one thousand votes. BJP has gone from fifty thousand to hundred thousand. So basically, their margins have gone up from twenty five to sixty five, seventy thousands. So, ऐसे बहुत pockets हैं गुजरात में. That is why hmm. the Congress is in decline. Okay, चल अभी हिमाचल पे थोड़ा कर लेते हैं. हिमाचल में तो आई थिंक आईडेंटलीयर four major regions you have the mandi region your kangra region you know and and uh, your hamirpur region so all those what how the bjp will manage that right and last time bjp was in a unique situation where they won himachal but their um, prem kumar dhumal who was their cm phase and lost so you have a new yes. cm phase and not mr dhumal and himachal is also known for this rotating thing ki usse pehle veerbhadra singh so every 5 years they change the government right so will the bjp and himachal mein the silent congress campaign has worked a little bit because they have actually kept it very localized and they have kept managed to keep like you know the central leadership who would cause problems in ticket distribution away or sometimes kya hota hai that if your party is you know not looking to be not looking as a front runner you have less claimants for seat 
seats and if they're you know old congress hands or old cadres they would tend to work a little bit harder than a lot of imported candidates and stuff so i think that's where you have to see it's going to be a fight to the finish i think himachal you are going to see that it's going to be decided by four or five seats it is not going to be like what it was like 50 20 or something like that ha shayad aisa ho ki one party gets a few seats and goes like 40 you know 28 or like something like that but more likely than not it will be a closer uh, fight to the finish and the margins will be very low of victory in himachal hmm. and and i feel okay. bad we weren't able to but maybe post polls once the results are out we'll talk a little bit about himachal ki kya hua rather than you know kya kyunki ab to elections ho gaye they've already voted and you know so no point in discussing what would have happened and stuff rather talk about what will happen when you know the results are announced to fir tere hisab se gujarat mein kya hoga kitne kitne seats aayenge bjp ko tere hisab se right now if elections were to held be held today they would get between 100 and 110 seats a little improvement over what they got last time and the primary reason for that would be ki congress ne kuch kuch uh, seats the urban gujarat mein where they had made some sort of a dent or an impact um couple of seats they had swung and in saurashtra those seats because of the aam aadmi party taking 4 5% 7% of the congress votes will go towards the bjp and so forth where where it will be less than like there are two caveats here if the aam aadmi party is able to maintain the momentum in saurashtra and south gujarat and get 10 to 12 seats then gujarat bjp will stop around 100 102 if 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 their momentum loses because a lot of people are saying that uh aam aadmi party's momentum has losing after bjp has released the candidate name right the candidate ke baad wo uh, the cadre is rejuvenized modi uh, modi has done is about to do 35 rallies in the last 10 days or 12 days in gujarat so that always helped the pm modi if he goes out and stuff so wo agar hoga to bjp has a chance of getting two third majority so right now i would say bjp is firmly getting to power with about 46 between 46 and 48% vote share uh the debate is if they can get 1 2% more or less and that 1 2% is going to decide 10 seats plus or minus for bjp hmm so basically so, 182 seats hai mujhe bhi lag raha hai bjp ko around 105 se 110 seat aayengi gujarat mein mera ye assumption hai aur abhi jaise agar main last time ka wo sorry spread nikalu main ruk ja main share karta hu wo जो लास्ट टाइम का एंड आई जेन्यूनली बिलीव क्योंकि आम आदमी पार्टी की वजह से बीजेपी को ये सीट्स आने वाले हैं सो ये बेसिकली तेरा स्प्रेड था ना ये बेसिकली स्प्रेड है यहाँ पे बीजेपी है yeah but so look at the, look at those clusters look at those clusters right those um if i were to point uh, kushal in if you go to the north central north central region right those clusters there and the south gujarat both those those orange clusters you see is amdavad and surat basically hmm that yeah. is those those clusters right and that's what saved the bjp look at the beating they took in saurashtra especially in the amreli junagadh region i mean they interesting were interesting yeah. ka, 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 ye kach hua na ये स्कूल 
स्कूल्स के बारे में जो बात कर रहे हैं ना कि व्हाट विल व्हाट विल आम आदमी पार्टी डू अबाउट से वोटिंग इन आई मीन यू टॉक अबाउट लाइक हाई स्कूल्स में क्या होगा मिडिल स्कूल्स में द फीस द पॉलिटिक्स इन देयर देयर गोइंग विद दिल्ली सॉर्ट ऑफ मॉडल की अगर इफ if we have attempted to fix the education system there we'll try to do it in gujarat so that is resonating on some levels and i want to see i'm not sure yet freebie culture has never worked in gujarat but they have been promising 300 units of free electricity urban if urban gujarat mein to kaam nahi karega rural mein karega urban mein nahi karega so that's what i'm saying right i think where the bjp was in for a bit of a shock was wo log expect kar rahe the ki aam aadmi party will be an urban phenomenon but I saw in some rural Gujarat seats, and that is where Ahmadmi Party, uh, you know, they, that's where they're gaining the momentum because the Congress is completely capitulating in rural Gujarat. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not saying everywhere. This is not a pan-Gujarat phenomenon, but you yeah. know, small. And, and this is the first time. Okay, finally, um, BJP or Congress has actually given uh, seats to the NCP as a part of their alliance. Typically, NCP does not fight in alliance with the Congress, or you know, वो एक दो सीट में फिर shadow boxing करते, but they've actually given three seats to the NCP to fight. So we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, and NCP usually wins two seats uh, in 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 Gujarat. Agreed. Uh, now I want to share the other one, which is Himachal. Himachal में भी देख लेते हैं. Himachal का ये तेरा spread है. ये spread है तेरा. ये लास्ट इलेक्शन था टू बी वेरी क्लियर लास्ट इलेक्शन का था आई आई पर्सनली फील बीजेपी एंड कांग्रेस का इसमें कट टू कट होगा जितना मेरी पार्टी के अंदर बात हुई है और जितना पार्टी के इंटरनल वो बाहर तो कुछ डिस्क्लोज करते नहीं है आई थिंक दे आर इट इज गोइंग टू बी कट टू कट एंड उसके बाद डोंट बी सरप्राइज की किसी को थोड़ा सा मेजोरिटी ना मिले इज वॉट आई है टू वर्जन एक कांग्रेस आ रही है और एक आ रही है कट टू कट होगा और किसी को मेजॉरिटी नहीं होगी और बाद में वही एंड स्मॉल मार्जिन इलेक्शंस में इंडिपेंडेंट्स कैन विन सीपीआईएम हैज सम सॉर्ट ऑफ अ बेस इन शिमला जहां एक दो सीट वो लोग जीत सकते हैं राइट आई थिंक देयर हैज बीन अ कम्युनिस्ट पार्टी ऑफ इंडिया मेयर इन शिमला सो यू नो एक दो सीट्स अगर वो लोग जीते तो गॉड नोज व्हाट कैन हैपन राइट एंड सो हिमाचल हिमाचल अगेन दैट इज दैट इज द थिंग बट द बिग स्टोरी इज गोइंग टू बी गुजरात इवन इफ द बीजेपी लूजेस हिमाचल if the aam aadmi party gets like 15 17% vote share and a few seats in gujarat that mm. will be the story and there'll be both both the stories right that aam bjp is getting history but then there has been an opposition that is emerging in gujarat in a new trend and how that trend plays across other states you always have to see gujarat always kicks off generally the national campaign right so how mm-hmm. that pans out we'll have to see because now you're only a year and a half from national elections in 2024 and how the alliance is formed mr modi is still the front runner obviously but how the alliance is formed is what will get de- uh, determined on december 8th yeah i agree and i think uh, in my opinion uh, i anticipate a bjp victory in gujarat a tied match a very close tied match with slight advantage to congress in himachal but mm. uh, we'll see on the 8th 8th ko hai na election results 8th ko results hai aur fir hum karenge vishleshan 8th ke baad results ka yeah yeah we'll we'll do it we'll do it uh, december mein we will do it hum log mid december karenge 15 tarikh tak ya 14 15 tarikh ko karenge ek bar election aa jaye sara data data nikal jaye data ko padhne ko thoda time lagega analysis karne ko thoda time lagega 
क्या होता है उसमें Exactly, exactly. So let's see what happens. Anyways, guys, if you are in Gujarat and watching this or listening to this, or in Himachal, uh, please uh, send us your inputs in the comment section. And if you are uh, and uh, in general, as always, uh, Adit, it's always fun talking to you. Abi next month, देखो आज वैसे भी one day हार गए हैं तो ज़्यादा मैं बात नहीं करना चाहता उसके बारे में बुरी तरह से हारे हैं one day match. It was. It was a shellacking of the highest order. मैं 40 ओवर तक मैच देखा उसके बाद मैंने देखना बंद कर दिया। पर भाई मेरे रात को तीन बजे जब अमेरिका में देखो ना तो दर्द ज़्यादा होता है। You actually stayed up, but dedication देखो। I am here, up and awake for this podcast. Yes, yes, okay. So as always, pleasure talking to you, buddy. We'll we'll be back mid mid December. And guys, uh, please uh, go and follow Adit on Twitter and uh, subscribe to the Mind Makers YouTube channel also. and if you uh if you are also nice enough please support the charvak podcast too and uh, you can do it by subscribing to the channel liking this video leaving your comments uh, in the comment section below also you can become a member on youtube on patreon i'm also starting uh, a membership program on fanmo i think that's how it's pronounced i've already subscribed over there i'll make the announcement properly on my community tab and all other social media too but yeah a lot of people want to you know become members and they could not use upi ka option so now i have created that option too f a n m o shayad wo option mere ko khud ko uski spelling nahi aalum magar they also give you a monthly membership offer uh, by uh, upi now so jinko upi ka shauk hai india walo wo bhi kar sakte ho and you can buy the merch on kushalmehra.com or kadak merch or send me your donations directly also through upi i'll see you guys next time until then take care bye